Welcome back to Obscure Broadcasting's podcast, Famous Last Words. Today we're talking about from 1980, The Fog, directed by John Carpenter. This was the big, bad follow-up to Halloween. And uh, we're not talking about Halloween. Why are we not talking about Halloween, Teresa? Because Halloween is great and everyone talks about how great it is and we know it's great. So we're not talking about it, but it is great. It so is go great. watch it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, you should definitely watch the original Halloween, endless sequels, but... Uh, we're not talking about Halloween or its sequels. We're talking about The Fog. So this movie features a small town in northern, I assume it's northern California, as it's about to embark on its 100-year anniversary. And all of a sudden, uh, at the stroke of midnight, weird, shape-shifty-looking monster people come out of The Fog, roll credits, and unleash death and mayhem unto the people that they meet. Um, this movie was kind of, I mean, I really liked this movie. I thought the movie had a lot of things going for it. It did have some of the cheese, more cheese ball elements, but the literally the spoiler alert, the people that are in the fog, the fog people were terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do a good job, like being subtle with when and how they show the people and they have these creepy, like gro- glowy red eyes that kind of like stick in your memory forever because... I saw this movie for the first time when I was young, like 13 years old, probably. And so I remembered it being really scary. And I remember those like red glowy eyes. So when we were doing, you know, we were coming up with the movies that we wanted to watch. I was like, oh, we have to watch The Fog because, you know, it may not be as good as The Thing or as like memorable or like famous as The Thing. But um, it's a really, really good horror movie. It's a great kind of like water-based ghost story. <laughs> yeah. Um, something I really liked about The Fog is I thought having the way that it all unfolds is, is in a very pretty practical way. Like they had like the woman who's on the radio and she's in the lighthouse tower and she can kind of see where the fog is going and therefore is reporting and people are listening to the radio and they're trying to avoid it. So that was cool. I thought that played out really, really uh, interestingly. I also thought that, like, this movie has a fair amount of restraint. I mean, six people die? Total? Mm, it is very low, yeah. Which I didn't I didn't really realize until you pointed that out, but... Yeah, I thought, you know, normally you get big pile... Body, like, a movie like this where a ancient, a ancient ghost thing is going to come and kill people. I mean, half the deaths happen right at the beginning mm-hmm. in that one boat. They kill three people right away. And that's like the majority of it. Um, this movie definitely feels like, in a way, this should have come before Halloween because it felt like he was still figuring things out with this one, whereas he had kind of figured it all out for Halloween. But in some ways, I think like the pacing on this one is a much more sophisticated pacing than Halloween, which kind of like at the moment, like they start, people start dying. You get like a death every few minutes from the beginning of the deaths to the end. In Halloween. In Halloween. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think the storytelling is a little bit more interesting. The fact that you're, you know, there's different characters that you follow, but it's it's mainly um, the radio DJ in the lighthouse and then, um, uh, what's her name? I forgot her ja- name. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis um, and her kind of like travels throughout the the story, but um. I mean, I think this movie really, the other thing it did was take advantage of its location. Like, 
They chose a really great spot for this, um, having the radio station in the lighthouse right on the water. Everything was just cinematic looking and beautiful. And then the way that they did the fog and like the light that the fog brings with it has like kind of this glowing light is just amazing. And I actually don't know how they did that. And nothing obscured in shadow, which I thought was really like sophisticated, mm-hmm. like really interesting that like you kind of know where they are because they're, they're blasting lots of light into whenever they're near. And they play the scares like that in light as opposed to in, in shadow. Um, good cast. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and her mom, Janet Lee, uh, had a few scenes together. Didn't interact all that much. Um, Janet Lee plays the, uh, the mayor of the town. Also, John Hausman has a very prophetic uh, monologue at the beginning as like the old sea, you know, seafaring captain. And he's telling spooky tales to all these kids. Um, Yeah, no, this movie, I think, has been widely kind of forgotten. Yeah, it's not talked about as much as a lot of other films of its caliber, even not as good. Yeah, and it kind of makes you... um, I mean, there's definitely a, a fear factor to fog and mist and that kind of feeling because the mist is is another movie and there's a remake of this one called The Fog. Um, but there's definitely a horror element that uh, mist affords you and fog affords you that uh, definitely is a subgenre of a subgenre of a subgenre of mos- monsters in the mist. Yeah, I think generally people are scared of like creepy weather things and fog is definitely on that list. Yeah, so if you get a chance to watch The Fog, you definitely should. It's not just for John Carpenter Complete Us. Again, we're we're well into our 31 Days of Horror. If you like this or you want to hear some previous episodes, go back and check them out. They're on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, my name's Andrew. And I'm Teresa. 